0: I think last night was a great example of Boston's lack of depth and how they desperately need this man right here. That, of course, is Derek White. He's missed the past couple of games due to the birth of his son, so certainly understandable. But once he gets back, it's going to be very, very critical for the Boston Celtics. And hey, show Derek White some love. The White family bringing another baby into the world. Get the nines going in the comments. We got your backs here at Celtics today. My name is Harrison Graham, filling in for Allie Barefoot on today's show. Lots to discuss, including some thoughts from last night's game. So what we're going to discuss on today's episode of Celtics Today by Chat Sports is some late game issues that we saw last night. From Boston, the lack of depth and how the bench is still a problem. And we're going to look ahead, turn the page as the 76ers are next up on the schedule. So let's go ahead and dive in here into some of those crunch time woes that became evident last night. A little stagnant down the stretch in that five-point overtime loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves. And just to kind of explain what went down late uh, in overtime. It's a two-point game, Boston up with a few minutes left there, and uh, Jason Tatum was kind of like, hey, hero ball, isolation, which obviously Jason Tatum can do, but look, give Anthony Edwards credit, he kind of locked him up, forced a jump ball, which kind of wasn't a jump ball, but they called it a jump ball, and you know, the rest is history. The Timberwolves ended up pulling away and winning that game and look you want the ball in Jason Tatum's hands in crunch time but I do think with the Celtics at times you do see the lack of a true point guard becomes evident now Derek White can help there but even he's not a true floor general and a lot of it is just just watching right it's like okay Tatum's operating up top the rest of us are just going to kind of stand around and sure if you're trying to design a play for Tatum to score in crunch time that's fine that doesn't mean you can't still run some pick and roll type of stuff. You can't run back cuts, anything like that. It's just Tatum having to execute and make plays in one-on-one situations, which he's going to be able to do that a lot of the time. But why not help him out and put him in better positions to be successful? That's up to Joe Missoula to figure that out. And look, it's hard to win games with simply iso ball. Yeah, eight seconds left in a tie game you might run ISO with Jason Tatum. But you don't have to just lean on that for the final three minutes of overtime and expect that to work. So uh, I wasn't a huge fan of that. It's the first loss of the season. I'm not sitting here panicking or anything like that. Uh, But ball movement always helps. It leads to success. And a guy like Chris Steps Porzingis, sure, he didn't have his best game. But to not even look his way in the final three minutes, I think is an error in judgment. He's been probably the second best player on the team this year behind Jason Tatum. And even on and off night, he's still able to get to the free throw line score, had 20 points on 5 of 14 shooting uh, in that game against Minnesota. And I think he's earned the right to get touches down the stretch of these games. Now, again, you're going to play through Jason Tatum. That, that There's no doubt about that. But you can run two-man game with Tatum and Porzingis, pick and roll, pick and pop, play inside out. Uh, by putting Porzingis on the block and getting him some touches down there to see if he can take advantage of some potential mismatches, so uh, that was a little bit disappointing uh, to see. But again, I'm not like I don't want to be overanalyzed, guy. You lose one game in your first six, it's not uh, that big of a deal. But uh, I think we saw in the playoffs last night or last season with Joe Mazzulla and his first season as a coach, and a lot of these tight games, it's you know which coach is going to draw up the better plays, which coach is going to have his impact felt down the stretch, Um, and that was very much in doubt with Missoula last season. I think that was in doubt last night, so just something to monitor moving forward if you are a Celtics fan. Now, what do you guys think? Did you think Anthony Edwards fouled Jason Tatum on that ISO play, type F for foul, or type D for uh, you thought the defense was good? Tatum didn't seem to argue it, so Um, I don't really have a huge problem with you not getting a call there. Now, I didn't think it was a jump ball. I thought the Celtics actually got a timeout there, and uh, it wasn't granted. Uh, You could certainly debate that, but I don't have a huge issue with no foul. But if you disagree, type F for foul, or if you're with me, type D for good defense. Now, subscribe to the channel. We've got the pulse on everything surrounding the Boston Celtics all season long. Uh, We want to just talk about the top topics with the Celtics, and uh, that's our goal with all of you. So, Subscribe to the channel. Don't miss out. News, rumors, trade buzz. We cover it all. We react to these games here on Boston Celtics today. Now let's get to Peyton, or well not Peyton, well sort of Peyton Pritchard who had to play more uh, because of Derek White, but I think that became evident that Derek White not being there, and we've talked about this, this rotation, the top six is very good. If one or dare I say two of these players goes down for any reason, you're in trouble because It gets very thin after that on this roster, and Derek White has played a massive role on this team already, averaging 16 points per game, dishing out over four assists. He's shooting the lights out of it. I don't expect him to shoot 58% from three all year for his true shooting percentage to be 82 all year, but he's your best true kind of guard right now. If you want to call Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown a guard, that's fine, but uh, Derek White's impact, stats aside, uh, has been huge. There, there's simply no doubt about it. And they clearly missed him last night uh, when he was not available. So, again, uh, family comes first. I have no problem with him missing a few games due to the birth of a child, but uh, I definitely think the Celtics uh, are clearly a better team without him. And, you know, I think it kind of paints a bigger picture of, you know, between now and the trade deadline, this team's going to have to add another ball handler. Like, I, I just think you're going to have to do that. Minnesota. Uh, Put a lot of pressure on Boston's handlers last night, and uh, having White in the lineup helps uh, alleviate that pressure. I think adding someone between now and the trade deadline could be pivotal, especially if Peyton Pritchard's not going to show you consistency, which uh, it's been very inconsistent so far. So uh, kind of looking through uh, the telescope a few months down the road, that could definitely be something to keep in mind and certainly uh, topics we will discuss here on Boston Celtics today. Now, coming up next, the bench still has issues, which we've mentioned multiple times. We'll also take a look at that matchup with the Philadelphia 76ers. So stay tuned for all of that and more. But first, Price Picks sponsoring today's show. We appreciate Price Picks, the best daily fantasy app uh, on the planet, for partnering with us here at Shat Sports this season. And look, basketball's fully underway now. Football has been in, uh, underway for a few months. And uh, I've been racking up the cash, uh, but went up to 25 times my money on several prize picks entries. And got a little Patriots three player entry for this weekend as uh, they're going to take on uh, the. Uh, Indianapolis Colts Mac Jones give me the more than two hundred and seventeen and a half and uh, passing yards Indy's defense hasn't been great Demario Douglas is like the one receiver for New England that's been productive give me the more there as well on the receiving yards And then Jonathan Taylor the less he's kind of been up and down since he's been back in the Colts lineup Patriots defense still pretty good so three Picks right there uh, on that one entry. 10 to win 50 bucks. You can win up to five times your money on a three player entry, up to 25 times your money on a six player entry. Join rapper Rameek Mill, comedian Andrew Schultz, and several other Prize Picks players and start placing your entries today, regardless of the sport. It's Prize Picks. slash CLNS. Use code CLNS. It's just you versus the Prize Picks projections. Get started right now. All right. Uh, this bench stinks. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a problem. I think we knew that coming into the season, but it's almost even worse than we already knew, if that makes sense. Like, I think on paper we were like, this team's very top-heavy. Uh, the top six can go with anybody. But after that, you're dealing with, like, a bottom five roster in the NBA once you get beyond that core six. I mean, you look at the bench in just the last two games. They've racked up 127 minutes, 37 points, 12 of 30 from the field, 5 of 19 from three, been a minus fourteen. I don't expect this bench to go out there and shoot fifty percent from the field and forty percent from three and win their minutes necessarily, but be adequate. That 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 is what I would ask somebody uh, beyond Al Horford, who before he's been filling in in the starting lineup for Derek White. Has to give you some quality minutes. I don't know who that is. I think we hoped it would be Peyton Pritchard. Maybe it still can be. He had the one good game, but otherwise has struggled for the most part. Um, you know, you bring in guys like O'Shea Brissett. I don't think he's going to be that guy. So again, if uh, if no one emerges, you may have to consider something at the trade deadline. So uh, I mentioned Pritchard. He only has one game so far where he scored more than four points, and in three of six games, he's gone scoreless. Like he's your seventh man on paper. That that that's just not gonna cut it. I mean he's got to give you more juice than he has. So far, V McCulloch, Lamar Stevens They've appeared in three games and averaging just 6.2 minutes in those games. Do you give one of these two guys uh, longer a longer run here? We at least know with Luke he can knock down open threes. He's not going to give you much else, but uh, Sam Hauser, I mean, you've got uh, guys getting minutes that you're just like, should they be getting minutes in the NBA? Probably not. Um, it, it just feels like you're you're like one legitimate bench piece away from like feeling a lot more comfortable because playoff rotations, you can live with with an eight-man rotation, but you can't go six or seven, man. Somebody is going to have to eat minutes, and look, you've got players in that core six that have an injury history in Chris Steps, Porzingis, and Drew Holiday, so you're playing a dangerous game right now if you're the Boston Celtics. Now, what should the Celtics do about the bench? Do you think they should sign a free agent? Type S. If you think it's uh, uh, make-a-trade, type T for make-a-trade. I feel like if you're going to get big impact or at least somewhat decent impact, it's going to have to be via the trade. Now, the question is, who are you trading to get that impact? Uh, That's uh, that's a fair question as well. Let us know, S for free agent or T for make a trade. Next up for Boston is a road test in Philadelphia on Wednesday night, pair of five and one teams. Uh, I've actually been pretty impressed with the Sixers. Uh, that they've been able to play some good basketball with all the James Harden drama earlier in the year. They're off to a good start as well. Winner of this game is the early uh, leader in the Eastern Conference, so uh, should be a fun one out there in Philly. Jay King has a note here that uh, Nemeas Cueta remains out for tomorrow's game against Philadelphia. Derek White is probable to return, so we mentioned how big it is to have him in the lineup, so Uh, Again, congrats to him and his family on the birth of their son, but uh, getting him back out there will certainly provide a lift. Some keys to victory in this game. Al Horford is going to have to guard Joel Embiid early and often, obviously, before Derek White. Uh, missed a couple games. He's been coming off the bench. Do you consider starting Horford in this one? We'll keep an eye on that as we progress. But he's given Embiid some issues in the past. Uh, That's been uh, one of the few guys that has challenged Joel Embiid. Number two, uh, run some perimeter action for Porzingis. Uh, I think you got to get him more shots. I know he didn't have the best game the other night, but uh, I think getting him more touches is smart. He's been very good early on this season. And uh, if Embiid is stuck on KP at all, drag him out to the perimeter, try and wear him out, uh, and try to defend KP out there. I think that would only, that'll only bode well for when you get closer to the end of the game. Uh, and then contain Tyrese Maxey. He's been off to a tear early on this season. You've got multiple guys you can throw at him. You can throw Derek White at him. You can throw Jalen Brown on him as well uh, if you want to go that route. But uh, can't let Maxey get loose because if both he and Embiid have big nights, uh, very possible Philadelphia could come out with the dub in this one. Predict the score of Celtics versus 76ers. Drop a score prediction down in the comments right now. I'm excited to see this game play out. I think it's one of those early calendar games uh, to highlight here because it's a good measuring stick game. So get those score predictions in and let us know who you guys think will win. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode of Boston Celtics Today. I'm Harrison Graham. Allie Barefoot's on vacation. She'll be back soon, but... We'll keep you covered here on this channel in the meantime. So be sure to subscribe and go Celtics.